0: Well, now that we are officially twenty minutes into the show and have <laughs> talked zero real estate, it's okay. I believe that we should those. we should at least do a background, like, "Hey, John, what do you do in real estate?"
1: I think we want to do an intro. An I'm going to move all this stuff to the end section of our of our podcast today. Deal.
2: Besides Deal. sheets, I that's it. That's what I do. I pretend I'm a realtor, and I get sheets.
0: You basically just drive it. around to the different sheets exercising your right to your membership
2: i have to go an hour away for a showing
1: <laughs> I love but i'll love it. i
0: bring you so back that. a soda that's right <laughs> so right. um so overall episode we're in i think we're episode like somewhere like 40 something
1: oh no we're starting over because i can't keep track of the episodes because we were 35 last time we would be technically it would be 36 this time but we are no we're doing season two, episode season two, millennium.
0: episode one.
1: Period. Welcome
0: everybody to Friday. We had a half day, so like I'm kind of I've already had time to decompress from the chaos.
1: So your episodes can be a two. half day too, because they've been too busy chatting before the episode started.
0: <laughs> that is true. So technically half day, half episode. If you want to enjoy our banter for the first twenty minutes,
1: I'll put it, we'll at the end. it in there.
0: We'll leave it in just because. Um. <laughs> But we've got John here from the Philadelphia area. He's a little confused on, on his professional athletics. We're going to let that slide so we can learn about his real estate world. Um, and we always start the show kind of the same way, unscripted completely, as you can tell from our first 20 minutes. Um, we kind of get a background of where you started. So you said you were in sales for a majority of your beginning career. Um. So, what kind of sales jobs were you in, and how did that lead you into being an agent?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, first of all, thank you guys for having me. I've had a lot of fun uh, joking with you guys for twenty minutes, but I'll try to be serious. Um, you don't yeah, need to so, be. okay, okay. <laughs> I won't be serious. No, but I've basically my my whole career has always been um, sales, and um, you know what I realized over over my career is, um, you know, I just. I'm not great at working for people. Like I, you know, and that's not, that's not a bad thing. Like, but my gifts really aligned with um, something where I kind of was like self employed. Um, so real estate has been great for me because it kind of combines like my sales experience and my gifts in sales with like serving people, caring about people, you know, cause that's what we do as realtors. Um, and so that's that's kind of what led to being in real estate but i've basically been all over the map in terms of sales sold um worked at sears was my first job when i was 16 years old so uh yeah 17 years ago huh on the floor yeah 17 years ago selling tools that was my first job always been since then in sales so sears worked in management at chick-fil-a worked in banking sold. What else did I sell? Oh man. But I've kind of been all over the map and just again, never really found my niche in a W2 job. And I have a couple friends who were in real estate that I knew, um, got to a point where was in between jobs and, um, kind of said to a buddy of mine that I was close with, like, Hey, you know, tell me about real estate. And he kind of said like, you would, it would be a perfect fit for you, for your personality, for your gifts. Um, bit the bullet um, and it was actually in between jobs was uh, I think that's code for lost a job <laughs> and then decided. Um, yeah, but went and got my real estate license was still applying for jobs didn't you know didn't get a job and just kind of decided like once I got through the classes like this is it. Yeah. Um, didn't make any money my first 10 months. so just was yep that's that's the journey was just trying to survive. And I'm coming up on two years. So basically, like, really a year ago, this time was when my business started to grow and pick up. Um, You know, they say once you get your license, the statistics say your first two years, you make like less than 20,000 your first two years. I think from when I got licensed in August to like the next August. So this August will be two years, um, was about 20 grand. So, um, yeah. then had my first full year last year um, and now I'm this year I will uh I'm on pace to double or probably triple my income from my first full-time full year my first full year last year um so that's exciting all of, yeah. all along that um yeah I, I I love it I love real estate and so in that process I was telling Natasha earlier like I'm in a mastermind community and they're kind of like okay, what's next? What are you building? And I love real estate, love helping people. But what I learned was so many people that I trained with, et cetera, like who I got my license with, so many of them were like coming to me with questions. And I'm like, well, wait a second. We learned this at the same time. And I learned not that I'm more advanced. I think like because of my sales background, I've picked up real estate quicker than some others. Probably. Um and so they <laughs> were coming to me and in this mastermind community, they're like, you need a podcast And I was like, no no, like I'm not I'm not a podcaster like that's not me. Um, but did it bit that bullet in January. And so we've been doing that seven months now, um, gotten a lot of feedback. it's growing every month and and what I'm learning in, in this, especially you know 87% of realtors are out of the business within five years. So if you can make it, to that five year mark, you're basically almost in the top 10% of realtors,
0: yeah.
2: um, which is crazy to think about. Um, but it, like... I
0: think the only profession that's worse is life insurance. <laughs> yeah. I or think
1: studying to become a doctor, that could be really tough too.
0: Yeah. But I think more of them get forcibly removed because they're not cutting it. That's I think fair. in this industry, they're just like, screw it. I'm not making yeah. any money. I'm running around. I'm doing all this extra stuff. No one's committed to me. Everybody fails. They all, they all like just get up and leave. And I'm stuck here, like out to dry. And then it's like that hopeless thing. And then you're like, well, I'm going to move on.
1: Yeah, I can. Yeah. See that. So
2: yeah, for sure. And so that's, um, that's <laughs> where I'm at. It's super, it's super exciting now. I'm on a real estate team. Now I kind of do all the coaching and training for the team, all the social media. And I've really kind of like my niche is like, um, I've just, I don't know if mastered is the word, but I've just learned. So basically like, you know, a lot of your business comes from your sphere of influence and people you know. So that's probably like half my business. The other half comes from social media. And I'm not like, that's not selling anything. That's like, I don't pay for anything. That's like using Facebook
1: Hold on one Instagram. Second. Can you pause. Marcus, are you listening? Nope. Are you oh, listening? No. I'm having
2: connection issues. <laughs> oh, okay. oh no. I'm so intrigued. <laughs> but, but half, so half my business. Yeah. Instagram, Facebook, Facebook and Instagram stories. And now it's actually really cool. Like it's just kind of like my next step. And what I've been building is like the podcast is growing. Um, and I just, I actually just found out a couple days ago, my podcast is in, the top 10% of podcasters worldwide now that like Ooh. thank you. And I mean I'm just saying that's like,
1: amazing.
2: There's two there's 2.5 million podcasts. So like that just means I'm in the top two. But I think and one of the we're cool not. things uh
1: uh-huh. we're not,
2: but I think one of the cool things about what you guys are doing, okay. and like anyone that does a podcast is just it's about consistency, right? Like if you're just consistent with it, it will grow. Um, so I've seen that, and actually now what I do as well on the side is um, I'm building something now. Is it a course? Is it a membership? I don't know, but so many realtors, like I remember a realtor in one of these groups on Facebook, I think realtors helping realtors or whatever it has 15,000 people in it. Someone said, Hey, what do you guys do with social media? I commented on it and then like went to bed and I was like, "Oh, nobody will even see the comment. I woke yeah. up to like 35 Facebook messages and like 40 friend requests. And I was like, Holy cow. Um, so literally within 48 hours, someone in my mastermind community is like, sweet, you're building a website. You're a calendar link in there. You're going to offer free 15 minute calls to people to help them with social media because whatever you build, you don't really care about the money right now. You care about like, there's people that really need help with social media. And so that's like the last three weeks and I didn't even plan it. I didn't even like, and all within 48 hours. And so it's really interesting because, like, as I talk to realtors, I'm learning, like, if they can just master social media, like, it it will change your life, change your business.
1: 100%. Um, I'm yeah. on board with you. I've yeah. been trying to drill that into somebody, but I'm not sure who that person is.
0: Hey, I just took pictures for you today. Thank you. I haven't sent them yet. We no, finally no. finished up a kitchen remodel, a kitchen laundry bath. And I took pictures of them. I just haven't sent them over to Natasha to make them look all and you know, on instagram and everything the one thing i don't do is like those daily things which like you are proof to like everything going on being consistent putting out content
2: yeah is okay. like the main
0: thing i watch a guy i have no idea where he's from i don't know his name i've got literally nothing except for like every video ends with a thumb up he's got like and that's like his like funny tagline to it but he just goes around his property for a light bulb that's broken who is it better worse same
1: it's better better
0: okay so the guy that i follow on instagram the only reason i know him is because he puts his thumb up he's got like a hitchhiker thumb And he just goes around and he fixes like outlets or a leak, a leaky faucet, or a drain that's cracked. Like all these like house tips. He's got so many followers. I've never seen him. All he does at the end of the video is give a thumbs up to the camera and that's it. And then
1: you fix it. uh, That's what you need to do, Marcus. You just need to show people how to repair stuff. I don't know. know.
2: If only I love Natasha, name. you said, you know, he was you said he hasn't listened. You talked earlier about goalies and them being thick headed or like hurting their heads. So maybe Marcus was a goalie growing up and he hasn't maybe. told you. I
1: feel like that's correct.
2: Before I you, your that sibling I actually... was before you, his younger sibling was born. He was a goalie and he didn't tell you about it.
1: <laughs> that's funny. I I hate that
0: I was a goalie because it's playing into your whole thing.
2: Oh, so, I mean, I think, yeah. And and that's really the thing. It's been interesting connecting with realtors because like I never, and and like I'll look at their Facebook and be like, I I can't even tell that you're a realtor. Like how would any of your friends know that? And I mean, even when I share stuff on our team page and it gets like, you know, one of the recent posts got like 3,000 engagements and I'm like, guys, this is 3,000 potential clients. Um,
1: Yes, 100%. 100%. So,
2: and I think, you know, real estate's been super good for us. I was in jobs that were like always telling me like, you're going to make 50, 60 grand the rest of your life. And I was just like, nope. And, you know, real estate, my wife and I went because of real estate and we're just super thankful. We've been really blessed because our real estate went from like 60 grand in debt to now being like debt free with like a year of living expenses in the bank. Um, we and again,
1: need to get an applause button, Marcus. Yeah, we need a,
2: well, and I'm not, I just like, you know, my clients have been amazing. God's blessed us a lot. Like it's, so it's been really awesome. And now it's like, you know, we have people that have joined our team and I'm just like, as I coach other realtors, I'm like this, this career, the only, The only limiting thing about your real estate income or any your business growing is you. Now it takes hard work, right? Like I spent the first nine months I did post on social media and I made no money. So it's really hard sometimes to be like, well, I'm doing these things. Why aren't I selling anything? And you just have to realize if you can like, and this is what I tell realtors that I talk to. If you can like survive, get to that first deal, because if you can get your first client under contract, you will feel like the Kool-Aid man that you can like run through a brick wall. Once you like get that first one under contract and you'll be so excited that you get that paycheck that you're like, all right, sweet, let's do that 30 or 40 or 50 times.
1: Right. right. It's just persistence. And it's, it's knowing that you're going to need to save up a year, maybe two years worth of a salary as a buffer when you are getting into real estate because there are no guarantees, unfortunately, in real estate. We can't yeah. say that you're going to sell one, two, three, five, ten houses in a year. Mm-hmm. So it's better for you, at least for me with my anxiety, to have that money sitting there and being like, it's okay, I have a cushion to fall back on.
2: Yep. And I think for us, like it, it's just... It's so interesting because now like our goal was like be debt free and my wife stay home with the kids so we have a son he'll be two in September mm-hmm. a daughter she's four months so like two under two mm-hmm. um but my wife wanted to stay home like in and the old, the other w2 jobs I had we would have never ever made enough money mm-hmm. and now like thank now now it's hard work right like this isn't easy and two kids is not easy real estate's not easy and so I don't want anyone listening to be like oh yeah it's cake no it's like busting your butt, but if you can bust your butt, eventually you'll be like, Oh, now I'm making enough money that my spouse could stay home if that's your dream. Or, you know, now I'm like, okay, I'm making enough money. Thankfully that like, you know what, that client that was like rude and obnoxious and cursed me out like, yeah, you're fired. I don't want to deal with you. And so it's kind of like now I'm at a point, thankfully, where like, I don't have to work with everyone a year ago. I didn't have that choice. If someone was rude or obnoxious, I'm like, well, it'll be a paycheck. I'll kind of kiss their butt for a while. Now I'm like, no, if you're going to be disrespectful and rude to me or my team, we will part ways. So, yeah. I mean, real estate and I, you know, I'm so that's why I like, I'm happy to talk about it. Cause like, I'm just so passionate about it and like so excited to see my business grow, to see people around me and their business grow. It's like, I mean, you can do a lot with it and it opens up so much freedom for you um, the, and, and it's, it can be super exciting. You just got to kind of put in that grunt work the first couple. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And kudos to you for like starting over. Cause there's a lot of people that, I mean, you've done it too. I'm sure. I know I've done it where people are like talking to you are like, Oh, I hate my boss. I hate my job, whatever, whatever. And you're like, have you thought about getting into real estate? Cause you can do it. Like the personality, you can do it. And they're like, Oh, that's a cool idea. And they ask you a few questions. And then like, You end your lunch or your dinner or your drinks and then they go home and they wake up in the the morning on Monday, they go to their same job and then you stop talking, you just keep doing it and they hate it. So like at least you took the step into like, okay, someone talked to you about real estate. Yes, your back was against the wall because you were in between jobs, like you said. So like something clicked. What was it that pushed you to say like, this could flop or this could go very well, but I'm jumping in.
2: Yeah, that's a great question. Um, I I think so. I was the job where I lost was at a local bank. I was applying for all these other bank jobs. And I'm like, wait a second. So like a branch manager is going to make like $60,000 or 50 or even 70. And I'm just thinking like, well, wait a second. That's not really enough for my wife to stay home anyway. Right. So, Like for my wife to kind of stay home, I'd have to make like six figures or close to it or get to that point. Just um, now, it's not like we're living like frivolously or I mean, we're pretty frugal and we, you know, have a modest house for, you know, where we live. But but I just was like, well, you like, you know, I I'm very passionate about like you shouldn't like just work a job that you hate to then like you work till you're 65 years old and then like you have a couple years and then you're dead.
1: No, you know, it's funny that you were talking about your house and stuff, because my my husband and I were very, um, I bought this house before I met my husband and I bought it um, in the process of, of divorce. And I was like, well, I, I like this house because it's small enough for me and my son. And it was the least expensive house that was up for sale at that time that was livable. Um, And so I was like, well, no matter what, even if, like my finances are really bad that month, because at that time I had owned, I was owning my own business and I didn't know what my finances were going to look like. I was like, even if my finances are bad this month, at least my mortgage is covered. And I think a lot of people buy big, like bigger houses and more than they actually need and thoughts of, well, we want to keep up with the Joneses. We want to be able to show everybody that we have this, 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 and this. And it's like, I, I wish people would just take a step back and be like, what, what do we really need? Do we need this, the five bedroom house or can we get away with a three bedroom? You know, like, it's just yeah. so funny to think about, you know, what people really want. And like, even when my husband and I were buying our forever home, we're like, you know, we really don't need that much space. Like three bedrooms is plenty and uh, 1200 square feet is more than enough. So
2: yeah, well and it's just it's kind of funny too like I we followed um Dave Ramsey's principles to yes. get out of debt and I know some people like love him, some people hate him. I, I
1: love him.
2: In terms of like real estate, you know, I'm not coaching my clients to get a 15-year mortgage. I think, you know, maybe get a 30, try to pay it off in 15, but exactly. don't Exactly.
1: That's what but, we're
2: doing. Yeah, but but I think like one of the things he says is that people buy things they don't need mm-hmm. to impress people they don't like. And I think that's so interesting. Yes. Because like, you know, I drive a 2013 Chevy Cruze. It's been paid off. We just bought my wife like a newer to her SUV, but it's a 2007. We paid $10,000 cash. Like, like a new SUV for her to have for two kids is 70 grand. And I know people doing it. Like I was at, at 20. When did we, when did I meet her? (laughs) And my come to Jesus moment when I like, but like, I think I was like 24 years old and I was driving around like a Cadillac CTS at like $500 a month, like making probably 2000. Like, it's just, yeah. I, and really? so I think like now that I've kind of grown out of that, I'm just like, I mean, I'd love to drive a nice Audi one day, but I'm going to pay cash for it. Like that's I did.
1: The, <laughs> that's exactly what I did. That's
2: awesome. Oh, you! Have, I'm jealous, <laughs> but like, that's, you know, that's the dream. Well, and I've seen how through real estate, hard work determination, like I'll get there one day, but again, just just like real estate and with our clients what we have to coach them with and also for us in our business it's all about delayed gratification right i probably could go buy a new audi but like that's not smart like that's you know i'd much rather that's silly. What was that it cut it's out
1: it's silly no oh, it is yeah it is
2: so yeah that's kind of i mean that's kind of what i've done it's really cool now like with the team that i'm on like co- sort of um you know, there's a team leader and I'm kind of like partnering with him to coach and train these guys. But man, real estate, i you know, people will often ask me like, well, would you ever go back to doing this, that or the other? And I say I would never, ever leave real estate. Now, maybe I flex and do a little more of the coaching or do a little more, you know, rentals or flip. But I will always I I love this business so much. I love and again, it comes back to I'm good at sales and I love helping people. And like real estate is the one career where like, I can really, you know, when I see those first time homebuyers buy that property and they like um, get that home for the first time, it's like life changing for them. I was working with a couple with some people that like all their life, they never no one in their family ever owned. And she this person that I used to work with, she wanted to own a home for her and her two kids. And it was like, that's the dream. Yep. Yep. And so like I remember she actually settled at the end of December, like right before the new year last year. And I like was almost in tears at the settlement because I'm like, oh my goodness, like, this is what you've worked. You know, I think she was what, 25, 26. Like, this is what you, yeah. Like, but she had spent since she was like 16, 17 dreaming of like improving her, you know, working on credit, improving it. And then like, I want to buy a house. And so when my clients finally get there, I'm like, oh my goodness, you, you did it. That's the dream. And as I coach and help other realtors, it's like, Well, their dream is like
1: for that one. Oh, my goodness.
2: I think it's really cool. Like, even as I coach other realtors, like everybody, every single person, whether it's a client buying their first home or a realtor, everybody has a dream. So it's like, what is the dream? How can I help you get there? Like watching clients or like watching other realtors, either on my team or just on these coaching calls who like. Get to a point they're like, Oh my goodness, I'm starting to make money. I'm I'm like, Yep, now this is the vision. And again, y- you're probably gonna have to put in some 50, 60, <laughs> 70, 80 hour work weeks. But one day you'll be at a point where you can, you know, this morning I said to my wife, I'm like, I'm I don't have stuff to do. Like, let's take the morning and go do stuff with the kids. Like the only thing on my schedule was like hanging out with you guys today. And it was so nice to just be like, Yes, I have some hard and long and late nights, but having the flexibility to be like, no, I want to be with my family today. That's, that's like the dream. That's my dream. And it's cool to see other realtors, whether it's yeah, all the like reach whatever dream that is.
1: Yeah. No, I was going to say my husband and I were putting in 50, 45 to 50 to 60 hour weeks right now, because we're like, we have two houses um, and we want both of them paid off by the time that, you know, we move out to Oregon and, we just want everything taken care of. So at that point we can almost semi-retire and like, just live the good life. And so we're like, if we put in the hard work now while we're young and able-bodied, why not? You know, it's only, life is only going to get, I mean, a harder and be better as we get older. So let's, let's enjoy it together. Once we get to that point. That's
2: That's
0: yeah. awesome. true. Um, so I want to know more about the market in Philadelphia. Is there something that you focus in on in terms of your niche? Is it buyer seller? Is it multifamily, single family? Like where do you take yours and why did you decide on that being your niche?
2: Yeah, I, it's so interesting. And I'm sure you guys know, like, so so my focus right now is on listings. Um, my first, I, I'm pretty sure like my first seven or eight deals was all buyers because when you're a new realtor, like everybody else has had realtors for years. And so it's kind of like what I focused on then was building, like giving such a great customer experience that like they wanted to recommend me. And I have like a system down. Like if you check out the stuff I do on social media um, and this is the thing, like my business grew because I was like busier on social media than I was in real life. Now I wasn't lying but it was like okay one two three main street under contract well like so for instance uh, like a listing coming soon one two three main street um for sale one two three main street under contract one two three main street like sold and then like a picture of the person at settlement and then like when they left me a review and i've gotten a review from 97 percent of my people all except one have given me a review because I I process them like this is the path we take and at the end you love me so much that you give a great review and they sort of like chuckle and then like I have a script that the minute settlement happens I give them a week and I send the script hey please leave this review here here and here um but I'm saying that to say I use social media now I'm not lying like you could look through and be like well John posted five things but all five were one two three main street but- doesn't matter It doesn't matter
1: your name out there.
2: People see my name out there. In fact, I'm going
1: through your Facebook right now and looking at it and it looks awesome. So good.
2: Oh, thank you. Like, and I, and that's the thing for realtors to be like, just start posting. But, but to answer, to like more answer the question, the reason I took it there was like, I use that to then say, okay, what's the niche? Um, Now that I'm getting more listings. So my last eight deals have all been listings Well, I'm sorry, eight of my last nine. So, but anyway, most of them, well, why? Because during the podcast, I shared this on a podcast episode, average right now, a realtor spends 50 hours with a buyer and 10 hours with a seller. Mm -hmm. I don't have the bandwidth to give 15 people 50 hours. I don't want to do that. Now there's, I am working with buyers, but I would much rather be at a point where I say like, Hey, new team member. Hey, 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 Bob you're new to the team. I know how much you want to make money. You take this buyer and I'll give you, you know, we'll split the commission or whatever. And I did that two years ago when I joined my team. So it's not like, mm-hmm. Oh, you're so horrible. You're giving them the crap work. Well, no, they're willing to put in that time because they're new. And you, know, you get
1: all the good stuff off, like right off the bat. Are you kidding? Bingo.
2: And so now, like, like I had one deal that just closed recently. I said to the seller, I said, like, hey, by the way, you're going to get, like, 40 showings, um, at least five offers all above list price, like, not with any inspections. And they laughed at me. So then when she actually got 40 showings, I'm like, can I please out, go outside your house and record a video? Is She got exactly that number of showings and that number of offers. no. Wow. I- I was sort of just like confident like I don't yeah. think she would have been like it was only 35 like I was just sort of saying hey in general this is what's happening um but I think now I focus on sellers I still love helping buyers I have a lot of first time home buyers but if I can do less not less not less work less time and the work yeah. is different with a seller that's yeah. kind of like what I focus on and on my social media I highlight that hey look this just sold for 20,000 above list my Property I have under contract right now. Uh, when it sells this Friday, I'll be like, "Hey, yeah, this sold cash, in, we didn't even get it on the market. It was coming soon, and someone put in an offer." So, like, I try to highlight those things. Like, uh, I'm actually working on a podcast episode now called "You Get What You Focus On." And so, like, well, if you just focus on, like, y- you have first of all, you have to have something to focus on. So, focus yep. on something. And for me, I'm focusing on sellers because in this market. I just can't do 50 hours with, with all 15 or 20 buyers I'm working with. So
0: yeah, no, it's true. And I got to a point, like, I feel like every realtor that's been in this has gone through the same sequence. So like, when I started, I was like, give me literally anything. Like, they're difficult for you. Give them to me. I can deal with difficult. But now I've gotten to the point where I'm like, okay, I want to know what you're looking for so I can go out and look for it so that I can take you through five houses. And if we can't get through five houses and you find what you want, we haven't narrowed down enough. Like things are going so quickly that like you need to be so confident to go into something. And this is the style of house I want. And I see the potential in it that when you walk in the door, you at least like the concept of making an offer is there. Yes, sure, so yeah. you like, make an
1: offer out. blind. I mean, you can do that too.
0: That's true. I just want to make sure like we got the concept, like you're going to have to make an offer and you get to to make it over asking price.
2: Yeah. And then then I'll go
0: through and I'll tell you like, Hey, from my experience, these are the things that need to get done. This is how much money you're probably going to sink into it. So like factor that into your offer. Are you ready?
2: That is like so key because I've learned, and I love that you said that I've yeah. learned that it's about educating people. So I had someone that's like, they're about to sell their house with me. And she actually, I have an offer to put in with her tonight. And she's like, well, let's like lowball at first. And I'm like, you do realize why we're selling your house is because of you're going to get offers above list price. So how do you expect to do this? Now? I wasn't a jerk, but I was firm and just said like, I have to coach you to not waste your time. It's so funny yeah. what you say about the grunt work at the beginning my first client guess how many homes i showed them
0: 12 i'm gonna go under i'm gonna go four it's a high
2: number we'll go with that oh it enough. is a high
0: number i hope it's not over 20 if it's over 20 i'm gonna be upset
2: 63 no shut way shut up and now, now here's the thing. Why did I do that? I would never, like, I just hung out with that client's, uh, his son, his, like I hung out with him. We got Starbucks yesterday morning and he was like, yeah, you would never help my dad today. Would you? And I'm like, no, but (laughs) like I would, what I, I didn't, I didn't do a good job at the beginning, helping him narrow the search. And I wasn't busy. So I, on that deal, I'm pretty sure I made $2,200. I spent more in gas, but Guess what I did? I got a review. I went down and got a video interview. I hired a videographer to interview him because I knew of all the clients. He would be like raving about me in the video interview. He at one point says John will outwork every other agent. Boom. It didn't matter. Like that was worth 63 showings and only making $2,000. It was because now when I talk to someone on social media, I have a dot loop up dot loop. I have a Dropbox folder with all my client reviews and my client video interviews. And I say, here, check this out. If you watch that video with my client, Stan, and you don't want to work with me, like you're just missing out. So like, so it was worth it. It was worth it. Now, I couldn't do it now because I don't have the time. But then I didn't have anything going on. So I wasn't going to be like, no, I'm not showing you that house. I said, like, yes, sir. When do you want to do it? And so I think like for new realtors listening to this, like, again, kind of like you're saying, you'll do things at the beginning that you won't do two years later. And that's not bad or rude. It's realizing, well, you get better at coaching them to about the market and their Mm -hmm. specifications. And you'll do some things at the beginning just to like build that reputation. I've always said, you know, my wife just said to me, she's like, when are you going to stop buying like really expensive gifts for your clients? Cause I told her it was like the first 20 or whatever. And I'm like, yeah, but now I like doing it, but I spent a lot of money, dinner, gift cards, signs. Like I would buy them a like hundred dollar gift and then take them to dinner to celebrate. Well, why? Because I wanted to create that amazing experience where they wanted to recommend me. So I probably put out, what do you say?
1: That bond that like, Hey, Oh my God, you would not believe above and beyond what this guy did for us it was extraordinary
2: and that's the thing this is the, the funny thing about real estate is because we could we've all we all do it we could be like this is the hardest job ever in the world the other part of it is like it's almost the easiest job in the world if you can like be nice answer your phone you're better than like 95 of the realtors out there
1: yeah 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 and,
2: and so it's kind of like it's not rocket science it's it doesn't mean it's not hard right like it's easy to understand hard but it takes a lot of work but like it, the the principles aren't that difficult
0: yeah once you get the principles down and under your belt and you understand them just communicate really well and follow through
2: I, I joke with people I when I started in the business I said if you don't hear from me in two hours I'm dead in a ditch call 911.
1: You would not believe how many realtors I've called because I have to call realtors on a daily basis for my other work that I do. About 99% of them don't answer their cell phone. It's like absolutely ridiculous. I'm like, how as a realtor, do you not pick up a cell phone number that you don't recognize? Because I'm always. That's a sale. I answer
2: it. Yeah, that's a sale.
1: Yeah. I'm like. I might be calling you for something completely different, but you don't know my number. So how about you just pick it up?
2: I always think it's someone trying to buy a house for me and then they want to talk to me about my car's extended warranty.
1: (laughs) Yeah, right. That's pretty much. I'm like, I'm that, I'm the extended warranty person when I'm calling, but you should still be picking up my, my call.
0: That's true. And I feel bad sometimes I, like me just being on the job site, because I'm not an agent first and foremost. Like I do...
1: You're House
0: and property investment so like that's my main thing so i am in a thing where i am super selective with clients i take so one one avenue that i've me and natasha been doing is probate listings so like we're hitting the listing side hard with that and then my tenants we do last month free if you buy with me so like the only buyers i really take are list are our tenants Uh, So it works easier for me because like I know when they're moving out. So like I can do my accounting of when I can list that apartment for like rent again. Like it just flows a lot better. So I figure like I'll lose income on a rent month, but take the commission on the agent side. So like there's a whole like mental side behind it. That's awesome. I, I get super, super picky. And when I get uh, the brokerage that I work for, they've got a whole software system that like, you can call people that are online looking for homes. So, like, You can call them and say, hey, I, I saw you're looking at 123 Main Street. Wanted to see if you want to pick up a showing. The, the things that I go and I talk to them about, like, there are some meetings that I walk out and I'm like, hey, I don't think we're a great fit, but I can refer you on to somebody else. Because in my head, I'm like, that's way too much time. They don't know what style house they want. They don't know what area they want to live in. It's super frustrating for me because I'm at the point, not in my agent side, but in like my full time, so like I don't have the hours to do it, like you were saying. So I think for all the new people getting into real estate or getting into the agent side, like what John was saying, take everything that you possibly can in the beginning, at least for knowledge. And then you can taper back where like that took way too much time, or why did that take so much time? Why did we look through two-story homes, ranch style? Like which one did they want? Because you could narrow down half of the homes from there. And they're like, Do you want open concept? Do you want three bedroom? Do you want four bedroom? And then like just narrow down, and I feel like you're gonna get so much further with less time spent. That's like the main thing.
1: I mean, and I I think it helps too when you have like uh, couples or individuals who come to you and you're like, and they're like, okay, here's my list. And I had one uh, realtor that I worked for who like legitimately like wrote out like a Google Sheets list. And he's like, okay, here is this document. I'm going to give it to you. You're going to fill everything out. So at least that way you have an idea of what they're looking for.
0: Right. And that's the one thing that Because me and Natasha worked for a brokerage before and they had like a buyer's guide where they could like write down what they were looking for. Mm -hmm. Works in theory, but then when you have a husband and wife in here and the husband wants a colonial and the wife wants Victorian and one wants country and one wants city. And you're like, well, pick one because like you can't have a house in the city and the country.
1: Or you can just buy two houses and get double the commission. So that'd be good. too.
2: I'd be fine with that, too, if you want to. I think that's a great point. It's really about guiding people. And when I when I ta- have conversations with clients, like some of those are hard, but I'm like, I, I'm not trying to max you out of your budget. I can realistically show you that this house is going to go for this. And I don't want to waste your time. Like, yeah, I, I don't want to waste my time, but I want them to see like, are the best use of my time is like honoring your time, honoring my time, honoring the seller's time and honoring the listing agent's time. Because like, if you treat people the right way, I think you're going to, it's going to come back to you. And so even this person that I was working with, I'm like, I'm, I'm not, I mean, I'll write it under list, but I need you to know that you're not going to get this. And like, we need to, like, it's kind of like guiding your clients to have realistic conversations and realistic expectations about like the market. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So
1: well, sure. we're
0: getting close to our hour, well, our 40 minutes because we missed 20.
1: That was your fault. Not mine.
0: I know it was my fault. What is something, John, that you did in the beginning that you feel was worth it that got you to like where you're at? That you would say, like, if you're getting into this, do it. It's gonna (laughs) suck so bad, but do it. Just
2: do it. Yeah. I mean, I'll I'll I I know I'm like kind of beating a dead horse, but I mean it's it's all social media. You know, I, I think at the beginning I was just like, well, why am I doing this? Like nobody's responding. Nobody's commenting. A few buyers and, and sellers that I'm working with now, someone actually just left me a review that they were like, Um, I was following. So I sold this girl's house and I went to church with her 13 years ago. I have not seen her since, but she followed me on social media when they were ready to like move to Texas. They reached out to me and were like, hey, can can you help us? And I was like, how did you even find me? And she's like, i like. She just saw me on social media. So, like, if you post on social media, I've got, you know, I don't know, 3,300, 3,200 Facebook friends. I have no idea where that post is going to go. And, like, if I just think, like, oh no, every, like, I, when I'm coaching these realtors, one was like, well, no, everybody that I'm friends with already knows I'm a realtor. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. Like, well, that's an excuse. No, they don't, because they don't remember your job. And I think the biggest thing a lot of realtors will, And you guys were talking about this on one of your episodes. A lot of realtors are like working another job, right? And so they're like phasing out of a job and they're trying to figure out how to do it. But what you want people to see, like maybe they think of you as like Natasha who like works at Walmart, you know, Natasha who works at Walmart becomes a realtor. Well, like, like, but if you keep, if you don't post about real estate, all they're going to think is like Natasha who works at Walmart. But Mm -hmm. then the more you post, it's like, oh, Natasha's a realtor, Natasha's a realtor, Natasha's a realtor. And one day, I just had this happen to my team leader. One day someone's gonna say like, wow, Natasha, you're so busy in real estate. Like, do you still work at Walmart? And they'll almost see you like the opposite way of like Natasha the realtor. That's Um,
1: so funny.
2: And it's like, it's so true. Like if you have to work another job to like survive, do it. But like post on social media and even, you know, some people the hardest thing about social media is like, like, okay, what do I post? I don't care. Like if you have a showing, post it. And if you wanna like save that picture, like I'll post every Monday or Monday, Wednesday, Friday, whatever, like so many people get so caught up and like, I wanna do it perfect. Like social media is supposed to be fun. So like sometimes I'll post a story of like some weird thing I see it as showing or I'll post a listing. And I remember someone was like, oh, I didn't know you were in real estate. And now I'm helping them. Like we're in the middle of writing offers for them to buy a home. Like, well, they found me on social media. So I mean, I kind of feel like I've said social media a lot. But like if you are a realtor and you are not posting on social media on a regular committed basis, you are missing out. And I'm not talking I'm not saying buy buy anything. I'm saying a free Instagram account, a free Facebook account. That's it.
1: And I just felt
2: the heat from Natasha as he yes, said that. Her yes, eyes glared it, through the computer screen.
1: It did. I also want to kind of add on to what you were, what John was saying here. Um, adding on to that by saying, you don't have to become a realtor to get into real estate. Yes, I am a licensed realtor. I don't practice real estate at all. I simply assist realtors. I assist Marcus. I have realtors all throughout the U S and I work for a real estate marketing company in California. Mm -hmm. So you can get into the world of real estate without ever laying a finger on any contracts and still get all of the joy and all of the like fun, fun funness, I guess I'll say out of real estate, um, and, you know, by use of helping realtors. And I think that's just as important as a job as the real estate agent themselves. I mean, I might not be writing the contracts, but I'm assisting in every way, shape and form um, through different spectrums. So. Yeah. That, and that I be. love,
2: <laughs> I love the work you're doing Natasha too, because like so many realtors need that. Like, I think the biggest thing for realtors is like, they get started and they're like, I don't know what to do. And then your business starts growing, and you're like, "Crap, I don't have a CRM. Crap, I don't post on social yep. media." So if you start that stuff from the day you get your license, you, it, you will have much more success.
1: Yep, and and I'm just gonna put a little, a little. What do you call it when you when you recommend somebody? I'm gonna put a little post in there for them. Um, upwork.com is great for finding real estate assisting jobs. It's a freelancing website and you can find anything you want in real estate on there whether it be a transaction coordinating position or cold calling or just being a virtual assistant or social media marketer you can do anything in real estate up there
2: mm-hmm. that's awesome
1: yeah i love it Work for me and fiverr F- fiverr is good but they're cheap they're they don't pay well
0: that is true so if you're on the user side, yes. Fiverr. Get Fiverr, that's right.
1: <laughs> yes, if you're on the user side, absolutely. Fiverr, 100%. If you're on the opposite end and you want to actually make money, don't use Fiverr, use Upwork.
0: Yeah, oh my goodness. Yeah. Knowledge drop. Uh, well, we are five oh, wait, o'clock here One on more Friday. question,
1: one more yep. question.
0: Yeah, we need to know John.
1: John, what has been your favorite DIY project to date?
2: Oh, my goodness. To be AJ, you're on social media.
0: Let's see what you do with your hands. <laughs> um,
2: guys. OK, wait, wait, wait. I built a deck at the back of my house. Oh, there you go. I was so worried that I've never done a project. Guys, I barely own a hammer, but <laughs> I did. My brother in law was getting rid of like this, this decking and they were going to throw it out. They gave it to us. So we built like this 18 foot deck and put French doors Oh, in our back,
1: lovely! Like out of
2: our dining room. Oh my gosh, yo, my heart is beating so fast because I was like, if I've never done a project in my life, what am I gonna do right here? It's gonna be so. <laughs> my, hard for you. My, I had one. My That's my actually husband, a bigger thing. My Wait.
1: husband had to go onto YouTube to figure out how to paint my son's room because he had never lifted a paintbrush <laughs> in his entire life.
2: I should have said something funny. Like my favorite DIY project was that time I actually made mac and cheese and didn't burn it.
1: Boom! That would work it too. Worked. That would be okay too. Your wife would be appreciate that one.
2: Yeah. I, I changed 20. the paper to-
0: or the the toilet right, paper. Or the paper towel roll once in the kitchen.
2: Brand new, look great. What was your favorite do-it-yourself project? I got out of bed today. I did it myself.
1: (laughs) Congratulations, all of you. I am so proud from the bottom of my heart.
2: (laughs) That's awesome.
1: This has been the funnest podcast episode to date. So you kicked off our new season of podcast with a bang. And we are most definitely going to have to have you back on again. I'm Please like, talk
2: about I'm hockey. like, I want to come back because you guys are hilarious and we can just laugh. <laughs> we don't even have to, have to talk about business. And like, I've got to have you guys uh, on my show sometime. Yeah,
1: too. for
0: Sometimes.
1: sure. We, we would love
0: will. to. We definitely will. Oh my God. Uh, I'll throw a penguin plug in for you. Definitely the Sydney Crosby of season two so far. Just really, oh, he's going to get to jersey. This is bad.
1: I love this guy. He cracks me up. Holy crap. Oh.
0: You came to work season two.
2: Oh, oh and the penguins hat.
1: Oh, there
2: we go. Love it. It looks weird with a maroon shirt, but whatever.
1: Oh, no. it works. I you could be this. You I
2: could word. be like Mar- No, I'm coming on like Marcus, and I'm gonna be like the BA guy with the backwards hat. That's me. Right.
0: So I feel like season two is time to unveil the craziness. So I don't usually no. wear so I I played baseball, so I wore hats through it, but now I started to grow my hair out long. And if I don't do my hair in the morning and I go to the job site, it's chaos.
1: That's so fine. Like,
0: I, that's the only reason I wear hats these days is because my hair is just chaotic.
1: This is my hat I designed. It was a abandoned dunes hat. So Oregon with your little PGA tour flag in there.
0: I like that. That's Creative. awesome. Better than the penguins hat.
1: <laughs> Love it. At least I don't have
2: a Brett Hall jersey. Whoever that person was, you need to say (laughs) this guy was talking about your Brett Hall jersey.
1: There we go. That was Mitch,
2: right?
0: That was Mitch.
1: Yes, it was. It was Mitch. We are gonna end this episode with hats on, flags hanging high. Life is good.
2: Thanks, John, for going backwards with me. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Guys, thank you so much. It was an honor to be on today and and talk to you guys. We will have have you you on again.
0: again. We've got more questions on the real estate side. We'll just have to like, actually, we'll do 10 minutes of just whatever and then 50
2: minutes of real estate stuff. By then, I hope that I have an unlimited fries subscription at Sheets.
0: I want you to have your fries and your drink for the next episode. And if you don't have it, I'm going to doubt that you've enrolled in the subscription.
1: I'm going to out you
0: on social media.
1: I think I'm just going to buy you a month's subscription to the Fries when you come on next time, just as like a courtesy, as a thank you for coming on. Here's your subscription for the month.
2: You know, it's a bummer because my birthday was in June. Next year, I know all I'm asking for is Sheets gift cards so I can drink (laughs) (laughs) drinks and fries. My Sheets account balance will have like $400 on it, but whatever, I can eat forever.
1: I'm prepaid
2: (laughs) for four years. We're good. Guys, it was an honor to be on. Thank, Thank you, you very so much.
1: much for coming on for season two, episode one, because this has been stellar.
2: You're so welcome. Thanks Thank guys. you so
0: much. We'll get you on again. Enjoy the Northeast.
2: We'll Thank talk you.
1: to you soon. Oh, wait, we need your contact information for all of our viewers.
2: Oh, well, now I have to be professional. Whatever. I don't care. Yeah. So if people um, and again, like even if if one of your viewers is kind of interested, I'm um, it's completely free. I'm not asking anyone to pay anything. Like I'm just kind of trying to find out the pain points for realtors on like what would help them, or just you know businesses in general. Like they can go to my website. Oh, I'll have to spell it out if people are just listening. My we'll, website, we're gonna, we'll it we're gonna to get photos. it. We're gonna put in the info. There we go. So my in my website is just johnchookman.com Um, and they can also um, check out my podcast. The uh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> They can check out my podcast, The Real Estate Survival Guide. It's all over Spotify, Apple oh, I love I like that name. Thank you. I love you.
1: that name. Yeah.
2: Just look Our- for the really big blue cover with a bearded guy that looks like this ugly dude. And that's my show. This is
0: like the silhouette of you, isn't it?
2: <laughs> Honestly, if I'm Thank on you. again, I'm going to make like, wait a minute, guys, you can't end this yet. I'm pretty sure I have a virtual background of my face. Wait. Oh, yeah, I do. That's what I'm talking about. Wait, where'd I go? Yeah. Oh, I oh, my God. Oh, so so Wait, honey. I'm going to get myself in the picture. I, oh, there it is. Man. That guy looks so much better than me. This
0: is. Like, I need the next show. That to be the full background. <laughs> <Yeah>. Everyone screen.
2: <laughs> but I need oh, someone I'm good excited. with Photoshop because I want them to like make the mouth move while I talk. <laughs>
1: I was gonna volunteer for your Photoshop, but when you got that intent, I was like, "Nope, I'm gone."
0: <laughs> so everyone I,
2: needs that backdrop next show.
1: Yep, I, I yep. can do whatever, guys. I, I you cat.
2: I, I got, got, got backdrop. Yet. This is real estate. Anyone watching, this is real estate. Yes, this By is fine.
1: Around the house with your cup of coffee, absolutely. So if this you
0: is- want in on this, like our pages, follow the podcast. You're in.
1: Yes. If you
2: want your life to be like my backdrop where this is fine and your house is on fire, please become a realtor or get involved in flips or fate or marketing. <laughs> There's never any yes, fires. In marketing
1: too. Marketing is a hundred percent that.
2: Oh my gosh. That's hilarious. I'll get rid of that.
1: Thank you guys so much for today. I am going to go and have myself another glass of wine that way. And, uh, I can't even, I'm not even, I'm not even going to be able to tell my husband about this podcast. I'm just going to tell him to watch it.
2: (laughs) Guys, thanks again. I really appreciate it.
0: Until next time. Have
1: a good weekend, guys. Hold on. I thought you were
2: grabbing, I thought you were, I thought that was a White Claw at first. Well, it's
0: like the the Costco version of a White Claw. (laughs)
2: That's a, wait, wait, Natasha. Like. You can go grab whatever. I can sit here and talk hockey with him since I was listening to the episode about the guy I with Rh- Brett Hall jersey in the back. Just
0: don't get me started on the Dallas Stars, please.
2: No, I'm good. I'm a Penguins fan. Is that okay?
0: Well, as long as you don't know, like Crosby, then we're good.
2: <laughs> I sh- so I shouldn't right. pull my Crosby shirt out of the- out so of the closet. I will let you, so take-
1: you talk- I- I'll be
0: back. <laughs> deal. I appreciate Crosby for the score that he is because he's an unbelievable scorer. That's just, I believe, where his game's at, the scoring. So if you're comparing Ovechkin, which is the comparison, Ovechkin to Crosby, you're comparing two different people. Yeah, sure. Like, you got a grinder and you've got a scorer. So, like, I don't know what to do. I don't think Crosby is as – how do they categorize him? Like, delicate. I don't think Crosby's as delicate as people say he is. That's but the, yeah, he's not yeah, gonna go looking for a fight, that's not his game, so yeah. like that, that's
2: fine. He likes getting under people's skin, so I'm actually where I live. I was, t- uh, so I'm in Lancaster, PA, which is like right near Philadelphia. There you go,
1: there we you
2: go. All I have is a Pepsi, guys. That's layman boy. Hey,
1: well, you can say it's so a Pepsi with vodka every it, other
2: okay? week. What's that? Oh, she's normal, she normally is alcohol, and you're like just sitting there with a soda.
0: Well, like we're trying to do like the um, at happy hour. The happy hour, everything, but I've, for the past, like, what, seven, eight episodes that we've been doing it, I haven't been drinking, because I'm usually, like, on site, and I get off, and I'm in my truck on my phone, or yep. like, doing something, or I have something right after that I can't bring. but because it's uh, my girlfriend's birthday, so we're going out to dinner happy after Happy birthday! I No, I know. I will- I've scheduled nothing the rest of the night, so I'm like, well, I might as well steal one of yours. And it wasn't like I got to pick which one I wanted. It was, the hey, which one... Yeah, which one? It looks like grapefruit. Want? He's like, I hate the grapefruit. And I was like, okay, well, I, I know what I'm drinking on the podcast.
1: You're such a good boyfriend, Marcus. That's
2: hilarious.
0: Picking up scraps. That's what hilarious.
1: my husband would do too. He'd be like, what one don't you like, Natasha? All right,
0: fine, give it to yep. me. Yep, yep. He would chug so it where where we're at. So um are you are... Closer to Philadelphia, but not a Flyers fan.
2: I know. I was so I was dropped on my head a lot as a kid. So I am a Phillies fan and Eagles fan, but okay. then I'm a Penguins fan. So like people that live in the they're like, You suck, you can't be a Philly. And I'm like, let me do my thing, like, leave me alone. Huh. Like, so I I grew up like, and I wasn't super into hockey, but like when I watched hockey, I watched, like, you know, Mario Lemieux. Yarmir Yager like the him. guys
1: I know who Mario Lemieux is my I I had ex-boyfriends that were hockey players goalies so they were nuts in the head yeah
2: did you say bullies or goalies
1: bullies. they were oh. nuts they were nuts <laughs> who won hockey puck smacked at their faces he did so
2: <laughs> that's hilarious
1: you know what I'm talking about I do yeah
2: I do so. Yeah, I'm, so I'm closer to so I'm closer to Philadelphia. But
1: nice,
2: that's hilarious. That's the
0: same as catchers. Yeah, catcher, yes, totally. Like, played hockey, but my main sport was baseball. And the one okay. position I'll never play is catcher. We don't I guys. Don't we do we not we have to
2: talk about real estate at all this whole time. Really, sports twenty four
0: seven. And then we'll get well, a little. We'll get my... a little touch of real estate, but then we'll be like that reminds me of an analogy that I can make to sports.
1: Well, hey, guys, remember. at least, I mean, I got to intern with the Baltimore Orioles, so I was their photographer for a year. Does that count as something cool, right? That's did so you interesting. You have
0: to Camden Yards.
1: Yeah, Camden Yards was the best place ever.
2: I did photography on the side for years, so that's so nice. funny. We have more in common than we think.
1: In fact, I had one dog named Camden, and I had one dog named Caicos after Nick Markakis because my dad's name was Mark, and his name was Caicos, and my mom would always yell, Mark. And then we'd just yell for the dog, Caicos.
2: Oh, that's hilarious. That's hilarious. He's a good dude. I met him once. He's a he's I a really did, good dude. i I'm did sure too. you met him tons of times.
1: Oh my God. Just a couple of times, but I got to ride in a limo with Ramon Hernandez and Miguel Tejada is hilarious because he put a jersey on backwards in the locker room because I accidentally put my shirt on backwards. So he wanted to look like me.
2: Miguel Tejada. That's a throwback.
1: Yeah, I know that just put some age on me. Thank you. <laughs>
0: I met Miguel Tejada when he was playing for the Astros when Zambrano threw his no-hitter against him.
1: Oh, cool.
0: Yeah. That's
1: that awesome. was like
0: a surreal day. Meeting Zambrano the day he throws no-hitter. Yeah. And then Miguel Tejada, he's like a veteran. Everybody knows him. And That's... then I unfortunately met Hunter Pence.
1: Okay. So... I love these. Wait, what's wrong
0: with Hunter
2: Pence? He played for my Phillies and then
1: they uh, traded him away. Uh,
0: there's so. a lot. I don't, we only have an hour for the show. <laughs> So we'll have to do episode two. I will go in depth of what I hate about Hunter Pence.
1: We can can have him come back on and you can just dig in.
2: No, your show needs to be inviting all the sports people he hates. So Brett Hall needs to be on Hunter Pence. Who you got? All right. Who else? Who in the NFL do you absolutely hate?
0: Um, I respect Tom Brady, but I hate him.
2: All right. So Tom Brady, I knew I was like, somebody's going to hate Tom Brady.
0: Yeah, he just and like it's funny because he went to Tampa and I was like, Tampa's going to win it. And I thought about putting a bet on him like right when they got him Hold no, on. Grons- <laughs> we... in Florida he's coming back
1: can we pause for a second and talk about the bucks and their awesome victory yeah. heck yeah.
0: yeah yeah your 76ers didn't pull it out this year unfortunately
2: i'm a, i'm actually a spurs fan like i said dropped on ahead my head as a kid i don't know i'm all over the map guys but
0: you must like the bucks cuz we are literally the like the younger sister of the spurs
2: no, the bugs. Yes. Congrats.
0: Yes. I the best part
2: about the best part about yeah, the best part about you guys winning the NBA finals was watching Giannis oh order 50 Chick-fil-A minis in the drive through <laughs> and then telling the Chick-fil-A worker, like, can I put you on video, which was so nice to ask? And then she's like, yeah, sure. And then he's like, OK, one hundred and fifty thousand people are watching. And she was like shocked. And <laughs> it's like, legit. <laughs> like when she found out later, like, yeah, you just serve Giannis. Fifty Chick Fil A minis. I like how she had no idea who he was. She had no idea. Well, he was in a mask, so like that. Anyway, but but still, like-, like,
0: you put a mask on a six eleven guy, and you know that he plays basketball.
1: <laughs> could he? he could she see how tall he was in the car? Probably that not. Though, that's probably my not. question.
0: In his little Yaris.
1: Oh my God. We were listening to stories about him the other day. And it's, he's just, he, he's in my heartstrings. I want to like shrink him down and put him in my pocket as like my little pocket pet.
2: Are your pockets six feet, 11 inches tall? No,
1: I want to shrink him down. Just.
2: That's hilarious. He's a good dude.
0: The reason I'm saying that both coaches, both head coaches in the finals came from Popovich. So like everything that those organizations have been doing is, pretty much modeling what the Spurs have been doing, which I love. I don't like the NBA whatsoever, but I watched the four games that the Bucs won.
2: You only watched the ones they won? Like, how did you know they were going to win? You turned off the other, I, you're like, oh no, they're down to nothing. I'm turning this one off.
0: <laughs> no, I, I'm not a big Bucks. I'm not a big NBA fan in general. Like I like LeBron because I respect that he's just so talented. And I like uh, Zion and, Steph Curry, like all those, like I respect their talent, but the game itself, if you compare it to college sports, it's not even on the same level. I think college is just the energy about it is way better. But the Bucs go down two, and I'm like, okay, game three, if they win game three, I think that's gonna be the deciding who wins the series because Bucks are seven and one at home, Suns are six and two. So I need to watch one game to know who's gonna win the whole thing. Bucks win, so I'm like, all right, now I gotta watch game four. Then they win again. I'm like, all right, it's tied. Let's see if they can pull one out in uh, the valley. Then they pull one out and I'm like, oh, well, I can't I have to watch game six.
1: Anyway, <laughs> well, guys, thank you so much. You're the reason. You're, the reason. You're the
2: reason we can't get to the intro we can't even do it we got to wait till like we're an hour in and then we can do like here's the intro and then we you, do the intro you you are the I reason why that you watched four games and they won them so you're the reason so thank you for the bucks with i am the ultimate bucks fan
0: with all my bucks gear memorabilia
1: i have plenty one plenty. shirt i have one shirt it's a Giannis shirt i got it like three years ago so i'm claiming the og on it yeah
0: I have literally no Bucks gear, but I do have one green shirt.
1: Neither does my husband. And he was, like, staying up and so excited that they won. Like, he is the ultimate sports fan. He could talk to you about any sport. Hockey, golf, lacrosse. I mean, I he will watch any sport that's on the TV.
0: <sighs> underwater underwater torpedo.
1: Maybe underwater basket weaving. I I've don't know heard about underwater torpedoes. But...
0: Do you remember those underwater torpedoes that you could throw? Yeah, they made yeah. a sport out of it where they have goals underneath oh. and you have
1: to sink down. No, they Why don't. didn't
2: they do this when I was a kid? That would have been I personal. know, right?
1: We could have been masters.
2: We have could have been snorkeling sport. down there. We wouldn't have been in real estate. We, we would, would have, have been.
1: been we
0: could I've have been, been my dream to be a professional torpedoer.
1: Hundred <laughs> errors, guys. Maybe thousand errors if we got really lucky. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: That's
0: where That's all the hilarious. big marketing bucks are.
2: Natasha, it's not about the money. It's about what you're passionate about. That.
1: God damn it! I keep forgetting that.
2: You might make twelve dollars a year, but if you love what you do, it's fine.
1: Yeah, you can totally survive. There's enough food to go around on twelve dollars a year, right? That's
2: right. Exactly. Ramen
1: and air—that's all you need.
2: Do you guys have sheets out in Wisconsin? Sheets? You've (laughs) never mind. I was just gonna say sheets. Okay, do you have Wawa?
1: No, we I know it was like a trip. Wawa's quick
0: trip.
2: All right, quick trip. So sheets is in our area. They just released a unlimited. Thank you very much. Shout out sheets, unlimited drink subscription (laughs) for nine ninety nine a month and unlimited fries for nine ninety nine a month. So I might be seven hundred pounds, but this changed my life. I didn't do the unlimited fries yet, but you could be homeless. And for twenty dollars a month, you will never starve. You just can you can get a drink and fries every two hours.
0: That's so a gas station is offering monthly subscriptions to soda and fries, if I heard
2: that correctly. <laughs> I'm like trying to, I'm serious about this, but it's hilarious at the same time, so yeah. I
1: need to get one for burgers. I want a burger with my fries, okay? I need a burger. The one thing,
0: does Wawa have, we call them tornadoes out here. It's pretty much just a rolled uh, up stuff, like cheese, meat.
1: It's like a taquito. It's They're
2: like on you know, the hot dog rollers. Yeah. Turkey Hill has those. Those are gross. It doesn't mean I don't eat them. That's I do true. Eat them. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> they have a
0: breakfast menu that I just found out about a couple months oh, ago. They're God. gross, but I eat them all the time because I'll go in and get my gas. And I'm like, well, I'm in here. So. I need something quick to eat. I don't want to starve.
1: Why don't you pay for your gas at the pump, Marcus?
0: Then I can't get a tornado.
1: Oh, so sorry. <laughs> my bad. I was not understanding that.
2: They're gross,
1: but you eat them, but you could pay at the
2: pump. If you play your cards right, you know, my wife will say, I'm just kidding, but my wife will say, like, wait, gas was sixty dollars. Of course it was the economy. I might have spent twenty-five dollars on food, <laughs> but I swiped once. <laughs> wait, that I thought is... you filled up your car yesterday. It's at half a tank. Oh, um, I was driving around to a lot of showings, yeah, and I ate $25 had a in stuff. Wawa
1: guys are awful and hilarious all at the same time.
0: But the only reason I know of Wawas because we were driving from. My sister lived in Baltimore. We drove up to. dc D- they had in
1: Baltimore.
0: On the way up, she was like, "Find a Wawa," and I was like, "Why?" She's like, "Just imagine going to bathroom anywhere other than Quick Trip in Wisconsin." And I was like, "Good point." I'm going to Quick Trip if I'm going to the bathroom on the road.
1: By the way, I am not his sister. I just used to live in Baltimore.
0: Oh yeah, that's true. But not my sister. Um, but she was <laughs> spoiler alert. They've,
2: was, been, they've done a year of podcasts and never told you that they're relatives, guys. This is it. They're groundbreaking actually show
0: everybody groundbreaking news.
1: We are not related. Not related. In any way, shape, or form. Oh
0: no, my but gosh. Wawa was nice, lacked in some areas, but they do have memberships now, which is great. We're gonna talk to Quick Trip.
2: <laughs> it tells quick to rip. You heard that gas stations are offering s- drinks and food for subscriptions. And say the world is going towards subscription models. What can That's you do about true. this?
1: It really is. All. I'm man. not gonna
2: lie. I'm gonna spend like fifty dollars in gas getting free drinks. But it's a mile from my house, so like oh, every two well, hours.
1: What you actually could, wait, you... guys?
2: I might have to go. I think my two hours is up. I might need a <laughs> refill. <laughs>
1: You could, you could legitimately like walk a mile from your house and be like, hey, hon, I burned off all the calories that I was drinking and eating and then walk back.
2: Exactly. Exactly.
0: You just have to say like, I'm really trying to get better. I'm trying to like get in shape. I'm going to start walking every day. You know exactly where you're walking.
1: Exactly. I come
0: home with like
2: either. a half full soda.
1: I, I don't know what that was. I found it on the road.
2: I drank 500 calories, but I burned 495. So there you go. like it evened out. You're sold. Right. Perfect. Right.
1: You might have to walk more than a mile then, though. So.
2: <laughs> That's awesome.
1: <laughs> oh. How are well,
2: we talking about unlimited fries? I don't know.
1: We're episode two, Marcus. Episode,
2: episode two, two of season no, no, sorry.
1: two. Season two, episode one.
2: Oh that my gosh, fun. I'm the first season. Well, I should have known that because to- you said the last episode was your finale. Finale. Yeah.
0: If you need to take a second and regroup, we'll let you. The it's show fast is fast. edited.
2: When <laughs> yeah. we get into real estate, I'm just gonna lie so that I make myself more impressive. Because You're- if I'm the first episode of the season, multiply everything by 10. <laughs>
1: It's okay. This summer, a lot of people don't listen as much as like in the spring and fall and winter because they're out doing stuff. And I've been like severely depressed at our numbers this last two or three weeks. So whoever listening, please.
2: Wait, can I tell them if I multiply everything by 10? Guys, She's has an unlimited drink subscription for $100. $100 a
0: month. All the $100. soda you
2: can get.
1: Hardcore. <laughs> I don't know what kind of drinks we're talking about for hundred dollars, but I would need like something with alcohol in it. I think.
2: Yeah, I'm sorry. I think it's soda and slushies, but.
1: Oh, oh well, slushies might work. Slushies <laughs> I could do. Because then you just pour the vodka in the slushie and, right. and you're
2: fine. Sheets also sells shots in little things. So you can buy the unlimited drink, get the shots every time you go in. Boom.
1: Little oh shooters. my God. It's so yep. funny. I love it.